Okay, welcome back to another episode of the Haney with Monster podcast. This one is a special episode I do with my friend, Big Rob. Uh, We take on the topic of mental health, mental awareness, and what it's like to be, you know, uh, dealing with it, and also how where you are taking care of it in our country and other countries there seems to be different ways of looking at it some being holistic some being medical wise you know dealing with it with prescriptions and yeah so me and rob kind of have talks about it and he takes on uh you know a side of dealing with it himself and what it was like for him to deal with it and you know just having that viewpoint and i think it's uh a good thing for him to have that viewpoint because he's also now helping uh, people cope with it. And yeah, we talk about it some more. Uh, we also bring up how we met also. And uh, yeah, <laughs> we start from the very beginning, how we met, uh, what we uh, kind of both uh, enjoyed, um, you know, the music scene that we uh, kind of grew into uh, we talk about the documentary called Crazy Wise that we both have watched, and uh, we kind of bring up some points from that in the episode. And yeah, what else? MK Ultra and the Rat Park projects, uh, we bring them up as well in the episode. So, all of that and more. I'm just going to start it now, and this is episode 108 a special episode of mental health and mental awareness and here we go so crank those jams This is episode 108 of the Haney with Monster podcast. Uh, we're doing a special topic episode uh, with one of my old friends, uh, Big Rob, is, is what I call him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, topic episode being uh, mental health, uh, mental illness, and uh, the issues around that uh, going on in, in the country, I should say. And uh you know, he kind of uh, reached out to me and been like, hey, dude, you know, uh, uh, I'd like to talk about that. If you want to have me on, your, you know, your podcast and talk about it and had me check out this uh, documentary on uh, YouTube called Crazy Wise. And uh, yeah, so I checked that out, which, uh, uh, yeah, both uh, me and uh, Rob can talk about that. But uh, yeah, we could talk about uh, how we first met. Uh, probably back in the uh, 2002, three, four era. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, I was in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Thanks for your time monster, man. Thanks for for coming on and yeah. 
Yeah. Thank, thank you too, bro. And, um, you know, so I'll, I'll never forget because what, what kind of started it off is I was just opening up myself to the underground, you know, punk rock, metal, yeah. hardcore scenes. Oh yeah. And I found your former band, the darkest blood on my space. Oh shit. There yeah. We and, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Hell you know, yeah. I, I, I showed my friend Adam, you know, you oh, guys yeah. and, oh, you know, found yeah. out through MySpace that you guys were having a show at the original Mojo's in Orland Park. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, it just sucked me in, dude. And, you know, you were one of the first people I met in that scene. And, oh, you know, be, yeah. being older than me, I kind of looked up to you in a way, man. And it was just a really oh, awesome start to meeting you and just experiencing this new world, you know? Oh yeah, I've I've met so many uh, awesome people just through my uh, that that music scene and people going to uh, the shows and uh, you know playing with uh, Donnie and those guys with uh, Desecrate the Hour and uh, and meet meeting their friends and uh, uh, yeah, it was it was those were probably the best times of my life probably. <laughs> awesome man, the, you know yeah like. I, I don't know if I ever told you this monster, but, um, you know, I remember you guys played a show with Desecrate way out in Bufu. I, I don't know where, but like, yeah. I got a speeding ticket because I didn't want to miss any of the bands. And oh, shit. I was going like 90 and like a 40 or something like that, dude. <laughs> it, 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 maybe not that high, but like I was going really fast because I just didn't want to miss. I didn't want to miss the show. Yeah. And I yeah. remember I got there and you guys, I caught like one of your last songs. So I was oh, at least grateful to catch that. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That might have been the show that. Uh... <laughs> Was was it uh, the show where it was like a, like probably a four foot stage off the ground or something? And everyone, because uh, there was some show that uh, Donnie had booked. Uh, it was supposed to be in Romeoville, and then we got there, and then they were like, "No, we don't have anything booked. We don't have no show." Really? So there was like three or four bands uh, waiting to do a show, and he's like scrambling on his phone and stuff you know and trying to book something uh last minute and then there was the yeah this place you like out in bufu <laughs> yeah I don't, even, I don't even remember where it was but i knew it took like it seemed like it took like an hour to get there hour or two hours something like that to get there okay uh okay. and so we got there and stuff and uh um yeah, we were all drinking and you know <laughs> stuff before the show, and and man, uh, I I don't know if we were the opening band or maybe the second band, something like that. But I just remember uh, starting the set and uh, everything kind of coming <laughs> coming to hit me all at once. And I started, you know, started the set. And I almost fell off the stage. Like, I oh, was, man, <laughs> I was going <laughs> almost face planted or something. Oh, yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, all right, let me, let me, <laughs> let me catch myself here. <laughs> oh, man. But, Dude, those, those were the days. It was such like a tight, com tight knit community. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like everyone kind of uh, knew everyone. They had nicknames for everyone. And uh, <laughs> yeah um yeah man yeah. and i still I, uh, uh still you know in contact with uh you know most of them people and stuff too so i mean uh when i went to go see uh oceano play at the uh 
the WC uh, social club uh, yeah. recently. I saw Adam and got to, you know, be like, Hey dude, what's up? Like that's probably uh, the, probably since uh, you probably since the last time poison for profit played in uh, Joliet at, oh. the, at the VFW. That was probably like the last time I seen like Adam and uh you know, uh, yeah, a lot of them people. <laughs> yeah, there's so there's so many to name, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, rocking and uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, I didn't mention in the beginning, but Adam is the person I went with to the first uh, Darkest Blood show that that we both experienced. So, oh hell yeah, that's yeah, awesome. yeah. Um, that's awesome. man, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a. I think. Uh, maybe you agree it's just a beautiful thing we got to experience and it's it's still going strong in its own ways you know yeah 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 that that uh uh what was it the sound lab Uh, i consider the sound sound lab days yes yes (laughs) that was like the the perfect place for that that era of time for uh all of us to hang out and uh see see some awesome bands and you know just uh kick it they had the (laughs) <laughs> again with uh the desecrate guys uh they would always you know have us uh do shows with them and uh i i you know i i did you know uh dig those dudes and and such but i kind of was like why are they always having us uh open up for them and and i come to figure it out it's like those dudes are like you know 18 19 and i'm uh in my uh later 20s and shit yeah, there's, there's a liquor store right around the corner from the sound lab, <laughs> <laughs> and I was the guy getting all the drinks for him for the before the shows and shit. So, oh, like, okay. I was like, oh, all right, I'm I'm on to this. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, yeah, it was good times though. So you know, yeah, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't big back in uh into drinking at shows. Uh, yeah. My, my, my thing back then was marijuana before. Oh, shows okay. and, oh there was, stu- there was plenty of that going on there too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you know what? Like I, I don't um, like when those bands kind of ended, I wasn't smoking marijuana at that point. Maybe I should have started there. Then I would have got to smoke with you guys. Feel all cool <laughs> smoking with the band, you know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I tried not to do so much, uh before the show because i want to kind of have a clear head of you know going on to the stage yeah yeah. uh being the vocalist like fuck just remembering them vocals and stuff and (laughs) but afterwards it was like hell yeah party it up (laughs) hell yeah man (laughs) but uh yeah so that's kind of how we met uh originally Um, yeah yeah and i would i still bump into you you know uh at the forge and uh <laughs> yeah the, i think the last show that we met at was uh one of i bet's first shows at the, yeah, at the forge. Yeah, yeah yeah that's the last time i think we've seen each other up until now yeah that was like a halloween show or, or something yeah and though those guys man nothing but love for those guys man i oh. I, I booked them on a benefit okay and you know i yeah. i asked them i was like hey do you want any money from the show and yeah they do just just donate it to the benefit you know all, oh that's cool yeah, yeah those dude. guys are really cool maurice and uh, all those dudes yeah man you know they they've been working their tail ends off in the scene for years and years so it's so good to see 
yeah their they, music coming together like that you know yeah they just uh dropped a album here uh recently a few days ago actually and so I, good it's so good yeah. if you listen oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 nice what do yeah. you think about it oh i i love that stuff it, it's kind of like uh reminds me of like body count with uh you know uh more um i don't know how to say it more more metal maybe with uh, okay with body okay. count but i can yeah. see that i can see yeah. that yeah 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 i dig yeah. the uh the rap style and the and the fucking uh <laughs> just the heaviness and then the breakdowns and fuck yeah <laughs> yeah man yeah and maurice has been grinding it out in the hip-hop scene for years now yeah yeah you know? uh-huh so he's a he's a true mc much like yourself and he yeah. is yeah, I mean, you guys are both great, man. I actually met him in uh, a weird way. Um, uh, what the hell is his name now? Uh, Mikey, Mikey Negus. Okay, I love uh, Mikey too, man. Mikey's great. Yeah, so he was doing uh, hip hop for a while. Yeah, he, w- he was coming out with his uh, his latest stuff. Uh, I think it was an EP. And he wanted to do like a uh, a show for that, uh, like a, um, a CD release show. Okay, okay. Uh, and so uh, he held that out here in uh, Morris uh, at a VFW or something like that. Okay. And, uh, he had like um, he had me uh, me and some other uh, like artists and stuff, um, you know, uh, set up tables and stuff oh wow to sell our art and stuff at his shows and such that's awesome and i didn't know who maurice uh, was at at all but he set up right next to me and uh we got to talking and stuff about like art and music and stuff and then i i had found out that he was in the music scene i think he actually like uh performed that night he like did like a maybe uh a, f- a few uh a few songs and such uh but i didn't know who he was uh up until then so oh okay that was, okay. was kind of cool mikey uh kind of brought us together so <laughs> nice nice what, <laughs> yeah when's the last time you've seen mikey uh shoot it's it's been a while since i seen that dude um yeah i don't know he's heavy into uh like co- collecting like the uh or not collecting but uh the beer the um the beer uh scene i guess the you yeah know, yeah the, those like craft beers and all those yeah, different craft flavors beers. and stuff like that yeah and i had a, a friend uh who's an artist who designs uh some some of the can li- um artwork and such okay uh, so so i go to you know the store and they only sell them in like four packs or something like that and i only really want the one can to collect the artwork from oh okay so i hit him up and i'll be like hey i got three extra cans you want these <laughs> it'd be like yeah yeah sure dude it's so, yeah uh every now and then i hit him up for that but uh nice yeah he's been on the podcast he was uh he was doing like vlogging and uh you know doing uh collecting and stuff of uh toys and shoes i think he was collecting at one time and you know, yeah just, just uh yeah random he's, stuff and such he's one, of, he's one of those just you know artistic souls man you yeah, know? yeah 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 I, I really uh even from watching you know uh uh that that documentary and we can get into that if you want to sure uh, um 
Yeah, crazy wise. Uh yeah, I kind of felt like all all them uh people had like that artistic, you know, uh light uh, um uh, I don't know what you would call it. You Just know? maybe like a spirit or like yeah, an aura yeah, or like, like a soul. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what my uh, family calls it like the bo because my uh, grandma was like bohemian. And uh, okay. uh, so uh, they're always like, oh, yeah, we got that bohemian style, uh, lifestyle, uh, <laughs> lifestyle, you know, in our family and stuff. And uh, it's kind of like, a, you know, that you you just find different ways of expressing yourself with art and uh yeah you know r- rather it be music or you know painting or you know anything you know uh <laughs> you just have a certain uh and and those p- people all can kind of come together you know in one way or another like yeah I can, yeah i like can totally i totally get what you're you're thinking it's just like yeah they got a different way of thinking and yeah everything yeah yeah and uh it's interesting bringing that up especially with the documentary because um you know one of one of the main people in the documentary who kind of details his life is uh that dude adam Yeah, yeah and like he he had um you know we're talking with the whole mental health mental illness kind of thing and just like yeah well we'll we'll get down into it but you know one one thing that he said is um or they they interviewed an ex-girlfriend of of his yeah yeah. and and the ex-girlfriend kind of just said yeah like he would always knew what i was thinking before i'd say it Uh and he would and he and she said i i i've also heard from other people that the same thing happened yeah you know so it's just it's really interesting man and like i uh you know, especially when it comes to creativity, you know, I, I, I like to write, I like to make music and stuff like that. And like, mm-hmm. uh, um, I, uh, I've been a mental health consumer, mm-hmm. uh, since I was, I believe 22, 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the U S it's 75% of people will experience a psychological crisis before the age of 24 so i was right there yeah yeah i wrote down some of them uh statistics that they had on the documentary and i was like holy shit you know yeah just to to see it uh um you know brought up like that i was like holy cow i didn't didn't know you know but uh it makes it it makes perfect sense once you see it and read it and stuff and like wow yeah a lot of it going on and (laughs) Yeah, man. And, um, you know, for the past about six or seven years, I, I've been on the same medicines. Um, I'm on an antipsychotic. I'm on a mood stabilizer. I'm on an antidepressant. Uh, I recently kicked Xanax. So I'm done with Xanax. I'm it's mm. complete. Uh, I'm sure at this point it's completely out of my body because it's been probably three or four weeks since I had any of it. But okay. um, anyways, yeah, I've been thinking about a lot lately, just the holistic side of mental health. I, I do work in the mental health uh, field as a recovery support person. I, I work with people who are experiencing crisis or an increase in their symptoms. Oh, wow. um, and, uh, you know, I've been thinking a lot lately, like I said, about the whole holistic side, you know, mind, body, and spirit. And I've been thinking about, 
uh, actually trying, and I would do it safely. I would never do a cold turkey, but trying to wean down on some of this medicine. Yeah. Because honestly, man, like you wouldn't be able to tell, but sometimes I just feel like emotionless or like my creativity has been zapped out of me. And, oh, shit. you know, it's, it's, there, there's some heavy meds. I'm on some heavy yeah. meds, you know, but I, I, yeah, I was going to uh, say, uh, you think that's from, from the, the medications causing that then? And you know what? Honestly, monster, I can't yeah. say a hundred, brother. But I yeah. will say that the only way for me to find out is to try to get off of them and do it in a yeah. very safe way. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I, I I would keep, you know, uh, backups on deck. You know, I wouldn't mm. go with completely without them. Right. But, but I, uh, if there's something in my heart making me feel like I got to try. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah. yeah, man. And um do you you know not to get uh too personal and, hey you know, brother hey you, honestly you, brother i'm an open book fire uh, okay. away <laughs> do you uh like then uh like feel feel like yourself uh when you're on the medications does the that help uh uh or or what does that help you know when they put you on that or do you just uh feel like uh, you know from watching the documentary it seems like that's all the you know all they can do you know more or less like oh yeah well you have that we'll put you on this pill oh you're you're feeling this we'll put you on that pill like you know yeah 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 and i remember they had one guy in the documentary where he said there's a total of 12 personality disorders and he was told that he had like eight or nine of them oh yeah i remember and it's it, like yeah. wow like yeah I, I we'll get into that you know as far as feeling like myself um I, I honestly don't know monster just because like I recently um, getting into the mental health field, working in it and all that, like I've been recently trying to find myself. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like, I, I don't really know who I am to an extent. I mean, I, I know what I'm capable of. I, I, I know what I like and dislike to extents, but right. you know, I'm still trying to find myself. So I, I, I yeah. hope that's a good answer to the question. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, uh, you know, uh, you think about, you know, like when, when we were or when I was growing up, you know, if a kid had AD&D or, a, you know, ADHD or was acting, you know, uh, out of control, basically, they would put them on, uh, you know, drugs just to calm them down. And then the kid would just like kind of sit there and be like uh you know yeah you know <laughs> like i, I basically was very... zap, zap the kid out you yeah know, you know because they can't control them but you know kids are gonna act up kids are gonna right. have Look, it's a kid is a kid yeah. you know what i mean like yeah it reminds me of a a title of a song by the band death by stereo um uh-huh. high school was like boot camp for a desk job no oh, and okay. you know we where we we give these kids riddle and kids kids are operating on genius levels okay they're mm-hmm. they're untainted and you put these put them on these medicines and who knows maybe some of them need it i'm yeah. not completely throwing medication out the window uh-huh. at, the, at the same time when it comes to that it's yeah. like uh, let a kid be a kid you know what i mean like right you know essentially like you're preparing this kid to just sit still and just do yeah. like some mundane thing yeah. all day long yeah And, uh, you know, let it could be, you know, even I've even heard of um, like young kids like having a vest put on them so they couldn't move as much. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of. 
yeah man <laughs> that's some next level stuff. type stuff <laughs> yeah that's like some government control type stuff <laughs> <laughs> illuminati <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 oh yeah <laughs> but yeah so, yeah some of the other stuff you know uh um you know prescri- you know uh, one of the things they had said was uh the prescriptions given to deal with depression had a side effect of suicidal thoughts. <laughs> right. Like, 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 what is that? Like, are you kidding? Yeah. You know yeah, what like, I mean? Like, the side effects are worse than what what what's what it's curing. <laughs> yeah, that's like that. That would be like if it's here's this medicine for diabetes. Oh, by the way, you might go into a diabetic coma if you take this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Then. Uh, you think that uh, these doctors um, maybe don't know ex- because you know another thing is like you know we're all we're all different we're all you know on different le- levels of everything and it's a you know person by person trial by air kind of kind of way of uh, you know dealing with a you know a person's uh, you know just the way they are and what they're going through. Uh, you think like the the doctors? I don't know. It, it's I I don't want to say the prescriptions the first thing they go to, but you know I I don't know really what kind of steps they get to before they start handing out the prescriptions. <laughs> so um, and that's the thing. Like I'm not trying to make this all about me. It's just my way oh, of yeah. processing. Um, yeah, I. I was diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder. And for anyone who doesn't know what that is, that's a combination of uh, symptoms of schizophrenia and bipolar. So I'm double fucked. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Is it it okay to swear? Sorry. Oh, go ahead, (laughs) man. Okay. Um, So I was diagnosed this in a manic paranoid state. That was not my baseline. So they determined this after I was fueled up in psychosis by marijuana. Okay. okay, that's how they determine my diagnosis, and they just ask you questions, you know, like, do you think about this? Like, you mm. know, it, it, they ask you questions and they match them, uh, the answers to those questions with what they call the DSM. Okay, uh, the DSM is like a psychiatrist Bible, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And if you if you meet certain criteria, you have this diagnosis, and these are the medicines you can take, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's weird, man, because like a lot, you know, again, I don't think psychiatry, which is the the whole field of the medicine part is bad as a whole, Yeah, you know, but I, I feel like that's all we go by. Like you can't bill insurance, like you can't bill insurance for something spiritual. Yeah, and Honestly, man, I feel a lot of people, and this doesn't necessarily have to be with God or the universe, you know, it can be with nature and animals and other human beings. Like that's your spirit, yeah. you know? Um, but there, there's a lot of people out there, especially in indigenous cultures where, you know, they may not have access to all this modern medicine and yeah. these people become shamans or like village mm. healers. And they go through this process where they feel like they're dying and they're hearing voices and they're getting these visions yeah. And a lot of time, and, and the documentary does touch on that, 
yeah. lot of the times these people are approached by a village elder who can guide them along. Mm. Like we don't, we don't get that here. Here it's a one yeah. size fits all. You know, yeah. there, there's no exploring the psyche or like, what am I passionate about? What do I don't like? You know, it's just, here's a script, take it, see what happens. See you later. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You were talking about that, uh, DS, uh, DSM book. Um, yeah. You know, uh, you know, they showed some, uh, statistics about that and it was like crazy. Like, you know, I guess back in like 1952, kind of like when the, uh, first started, there was like, 106 uh things that would you know uh reactions or disorders that they put in there and by like 2013 there was like 365 uh you know yeah but then you you look at them uh and it was just like um it was almost like silly stuff that they just put in there you know uh just to have uh, maybe another another thing that they can call a disorder in there <laughs> like you know yeah yeah um you're right and uh you know um one thing one thing that i i i feel is important to bring up is like the people in indigenous cultures who go through these spiritual transformations uh -huh. um there's also a population in these indigenous cultures where um it is something mental and yeah. you know yeah. um i don't know exactly how they deal with that um you know I, I don't know if they have access to psychiatry yeah um to be honest you know but like i i, I think there is a fine line like for instance uh one of my professors right now in this class i'm taking for mental health um he told me that one of his clients when he was uh, an active therapist that one of his clients thought that he was Jesus and like drove into some building and like hurt people and stuff like that. And like, Oh, wow. You know, I, I do feel like a lot of that has to do with culture too. Like, you know, culturally, you know, here it's a problem. It's something that needs to be fixed. Other mm -hmm. cultures, they, they have the time to be with people and yeah. you know, they, they worship the land and they, they truly take care of each other. They don't necessarily know what it's like to live in a money system, you know? Yeah. 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 That's really, uh, yeah. It, that's another thing they do touch on is like, you know, uh, getting to know, uh, the person and, and, you know, uh, getting to know their story and, why they think they're going through, you know, such and such, or, or maybe why they are dealing with, with that. And, you know, it could be something as, you know, something from their past that, that makes them, you know, that they have held on to for their whole lives or, you know, uh, but uh, yeah, you never, I mean, people just also assume, you know, if uh uh, you know, you see maybe someone talking to themselves or or something like that. They just assume, oh, that's a that's a crazy guy and uh, stay right. away from him. And yeah, they almost treat it like it's a airborne sickness, like, oh, stay away from him. He He's weird. He's different. He's crazy. And, you know, maybe he's, you know, <laughs> right, right. And and you know what? I, I definitely feel like a huge movement that's taking place in mental health right now is uh, moving towards the holistic side of things. So yeah. that, enc that encompasses mind, body, and spirit, you know, mm -hmm. um, 
And I, I truly feel like all those things need to be nurtured. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. instead of look at, looked at like a problem, like just really quick story. Um, mm-hmm. Back when my, my auntie and my grandma were alive. Mm-hmm. Um, so my auntie is, was my, you know, well, is my uh, grandma's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, my grandma was living by herself in another town. Um, yeah. So there was no way to communicate uh, at least as far as, you know, regular communication goes to like call someone or, well, yeah. no, let, let me stop for a second. Yeah. Um, she, it was the middle of the night and yeah. my aunt was trying to go to sleep and she heard a voice of my grandma saying, help me. Oh. She lived in a completely different town. You know, this wasn't over the phone. She just heard a voice say this. Uh-huh. So without a hesitation, my aunt went over to my grandma's house and she had fallen on the floor. Oh, shit. You know, so she received communication from my grandma. But yeah. you know what? You tell that to a psychiatrist, you're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You need to be yeah. on this pill. Yeah. What you have is a defect. Yeah. You know? and that's so sad, right. man. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than seeing it as like a, a gift or, you know, uh, uh, something spiritual. You know, uh, the doctor would be like, oh, that's poppycock. That's crazy talk. You know, that, that, that things like that don't happen. So they, they take the, uh, maybe the, uh, the science side of it rather than the spiritual side of, of right. And, right. Uh, you know, what, you know, well, this, this book says this, and this is the way it is. Yeah. And you know, what you're right. saying, what you're saying doesn't exist. <laughs> right. And, uh, there's, um, hmm. There's no way to bill for spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. There's no way to make money off of it from the doctors. (laughs) Yeah. Who knows? You know what? If they do come out one day and say they'll, they'll find a way to to market it and sell it, you know, but who knows? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I I definitely feel, you know, and again, I'm no expert on the topic. I'm just going what I, what I, the, I I do know a little bit, you know, I, I go by what I feel and what I've seen and what I've experienced. Um, you know, and, um, yeah, man, I, it's hard to say because, you know, say, say that, you know, okay. So they, they say that there's chemical imbalances in the brain and there's, there's no real cure for mental illness. And, um, so I, I heard a good metaphor. I think it was in the, um, documentary, maybe not, um, but say you're you're out in public and you're feeling a little social anxiety, you're kind of nervous around people, yeah. And you have yourself a shot of whiskey, and then suddenly you feel okay. Does that mean you're whiskey deficient? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I could just from that example, uh, just oddly enough, um, <laughs> yeah. So I was with uh, my sister up in uh, Chicago, and it was uh, oddly enough St. Patrick's Day. And, uh, you know, and, uh, we're just out there. We went to see the, uh, the river get dyed green and stuff. And we happened to uh, go into one bar or whatever. And, uh, uh, it was just me and her. And, uh, so she went to the the washroom and I was kind of standing there by myself and I was just like, anxiety just hit me like super hard. And I was just like, I don't know these people. They kind of look at me like, well, "Who are you? What What are you doing here? Are yeah. you waiting? Are you waiting for someone? Uh, do you need like?" I was just like, 
just like, you know, and I, I just had to walk out of the bar and, uh, you know, just catch my breath and stuff. And, you know, luckily my sister had came out from, you know, using the washroom and stuff. She's like, Oh, where'd you go? I was like, I don't know. I did, was just in there and I just felt like people were watching me and, you know, I eyeballing me and I, it was just kind of freaking out. So I had to get out of there for a minute and such, but uh, yeah. 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 And, <laughs> and you know what? That doesn't make you a crazy person. Yeah. Yeah. But like so, you I said, mean, you know, if I had like a drink or something and you know, and I've felt better or something, yeah, that wouldn't mean that <laughs> I was in need of alcohol to cure me for right, anxiety. Right, <laughs> right, right, exactly, man. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Un- unfortunately, you know, if he went to a doctor, that 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 might be the way that he uh, solves solves that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh... we have to think about more more ways of solving it than than the quick prescription way i guess (laughs) yeah and you know like like everything uh, can't be solved with a pill (laughs) right right that reminds me of um and i'm not like saying this to quote them as like this is what they mean by it but it, it just reminded me of this uh old indiana hardcore band called in the face of war yeah did you remember them uh no i didn't really uh follow too much of indiana's uh bands and such but uh gotcha gotcha yeah 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 the the quote from one of the lyrics is if they can't cure it with a pill they don't think they'll ever will oh yeah 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 uh, yeah. exactly but honestly like again man i'm not faulting medication as a whole like I, i believe it's necessary um for people um you know like for instance one time i was in a a psych unit uh, and I, I, I've been to psych units. Um, again, you wouldn't know, you, you can't really tell anything by just looking at someone, you know? Yeah. Um, right. I've been into psych units at least 20, 20, 25 times. Um, uh-huh. and, um, you know, so there was a point where I was in a psych unit and a doctor took me off a medicine that I had been on for years, cold Turkey. Oh, shit. so I, I stayed awake for seven days wow yeah and uh it was it was like that movie groundhog day brother like oh yeah you know, the same thing it, it was it was i i felt like i was just freaking like gone like yeah that, and, that messed you up huh? Hold yeah, on. yeah and they put me on this medicine called seroquel mm-hmm. um according to the psychiatrist i have now seroquel is the strongest drug they have in psychiatry for sleep uh. and because i was all whacked out of my mind like dude that that medicine put me to sleep like that and i still take it to this day and like if we can even touch on like for instance like luckily i have insurance for that covers my meds but this seroquel dude like the seroquel is like a thousand dollars a month wow you don't have insurance oh yeah you know what i mean and uh yeah it's like big pharma is just yeah blood right right you know yeah yeah that you know uh i was just recently uh you know when um when covid happened and stuff they would uh they came up with the numbers of how many you know drugs uh were were made you know to to help uh, with covid and and such for people yeah and and how many uh how many of the CEOs of them companies that created that stuff be 
uh, went on to become billionaires during that time. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <Wow. laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, did, do they uh, in, invent the, uh, the illness so they can have the prescription ready for us or, or, you know, like, right. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this just so happened to uh, happen at this time when we were coming up for, with a, a cure for it. And yeah, it, it's, yeah. You, you it wonder, really, it really questions, it really makes you question, you know, like a lot of, a lot of other stuff when stuff like that happens. You right. Know? Right. That's it when the seems, whole, yeah. That's it when seems the, so like, devious. Yeah. Yeah. It really does. And, you know, I've, I've always kind of had that mindset about the, uh, you know, even, uh, even when I was in the army and, and, and such right after high school, you know, uh, I kind of went in and did my time and got the hell out of there, but it was like, you know, authority and, you know, people telling you what to do and telling you, this is the way and telling you, this is how we're going to fix you. And this is the way you need to act. Like all of that. I, I never had trust in any of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh well, uh, I don't know if I said this to you, but thank you for your service, brother. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Um, against all authority, I guess is, is how I view uh, most of it and, and such. And, you know, yeah, maybe, maybe you can shed some light on this monster. Um, mm. wasn't there something, I don't know if it was with the CIA or, um, I, I don't know, but like, I've, have you ever heard of MK ultra? Uh, it sounds familiar, but I'm not sure what it is. It's, it's like mind control stuff. Okay. Um, okay. You yeah. know, I don't know exactly how it works. I, since, since you were in the military. Oh, I you was... know what? I don't know if it was uh, maybe talking to you about it or somebody else. Uh, maybe I heard it on a podcast or something like that, where the okay. government uh, dumps so much money into that, that kind of program. I think you were saying that MK ultra. Okay. Where, where it was, uh, they were finding people to to do like to to do mind control and such like that, so they can use that as a uh, a military weapon of sorts. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and they found I I I don't know if it really went anywhere or they didn't want to dump any more money into it, so they kind of just kind of you know threw it out the door or whatever. But yeah, I think that was something that. Uh, yeah the the military has has done and such it, it makes you wonder man because like yeah I, i've wondered if i've been susceptible to it because um i do take these meds and all that and like i am trying to think in different ways but like i swear to you man this this really happened like i um it, 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 and you could say what are the chances right but like um my friend was eating uh my friend at work was eating a dish of Bob Evans potatoes. Okay. 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 That was part of his lunch or what have you. Okay. And we didn't even talk about that. We didn't talk about the potatoes. I just <laughs> seen that he was eating that. Yeah. And I go on Facebook and the first thing I see is an ad for Bob Evans potatoes. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. That could be coincidence. You know, yeah, I'm not trying yeah. to go all conspiracy on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, but like, that's yeah. happened multiple times though. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, 
Uh huh. Um, yeah, and, yeah, and like you know, something as simple as that, you know, people would be like, "Oh, it's just coincidence," and push it off and such like that. But you know, there is, you know, certain things like that that happen happen for a reason or or do happen. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Conspiracy wise or or not, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, just just with the knowledge I have. Uh, I'll go, you know, again, I'm not a doctor and like, that's the thing, like, you know, people will voice their opinions. They'll be like, da, 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 da. Yeah. But see a doctor. Like, yeah. I mean, what do you do when like the doctors that you have just, they're not listening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And again, they don't really, they A, have never dealt with it. B, have never gone through it. C, may, may not deal with it with you know your certain type of whatever you're going through so how how could how could someone who's never been through what you're going through know what you're talking about right yeah right (laughs) so you know yeah that's that's you know like you're you know and that's the thing like if anyone's out there listening and you're thinking about getting help with mental health by no means am i discouraging you to not see a psychiatrist or not see a doctor do those things they're great they helped me yeah at the same time just keep an open mind right that's all i'd like to say to anyone who's listening you know the medicine does help it's worked for me it's worked for others but just keep an open mind too and uh yeah man it's uh right (laughs) yeah yeah some yeah some more of the uh the the numbers that they talked about in, in that movie or documentary, um, the people on mental health disability, uh, you know, from 1998, it says, you know, 1.25 million people. And then in 2008, you know, some 20 years later, it's up to like 4 million people, you know? Wow. And it's like, that's know, a lot. Yeah. That's, that's a whole lot. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's like, I, and you don't know what's causing it. It could be, you know, it, it could even be simply something you're eating or digesting, right? That, you know, that could be messing with you, you know, because you're maybe allergic to something and you don't know it, or or you have a side effect of, of, you know, a certain product and you don't know it. It it could be. It could be anything, you know, right? <laughs> the, yeah, and like the shampoo even... you use, or the the soap <laughs> exactly, you use, man. or or yeah, something that's uh, you use to wash your clothes with, or you know, just anything, yeah, any kind yeah. of chemical that you come into contact with, or food, or you know, uh, and mm. you know, you don't know it, but uh, you know, like they said, you know, this kid in the documentary, he was fine you know a regular kid and then you know one day just kind of snapped and everything changed and then everyone was like wow he he must be crazy he must be this right what what if that was his spiritual awakening yeah you're not gonna get that help i mean you can't get that help there are shamans and like honestly like uh with my job i worked with someone and you know um this person told me like, I really feel like what's going on with me. And she was hearing voices. Yeah. She said, I really feel that this is something spiritual. And yeah. wh- who am I to say, no, it's not. 
Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, right. You right. Can get that help. You're going to, you know, and uh, uh, something else I'd like to say to anyone listening, like, mm-hmm. you know, keep the open mind, go to your doctors. Also do your own research, research the heck out of things. Yeah. Right. And come to conclusions on your own, you know, take everything into account. Like just yeah. paint a picture where, you know, you get the professional help, your own research, you know, going with your gut, like all these things together. Yeah. You know, cause, uh, you know, we're, we're in a time right now and, you know, it, it does make me wonder, you know, just kind of random segue here, but like, no. you know how they say we don't really use the full potential of our brains. Yeah. 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 You know, what, what if we are meant to communicate telepathically? Right. What if we are meant to hear each other? So, you know, yeah. I'm an, I'm, I'm a daughter and I hear my grandma say, Hey, I fell down, help me. And I go yeah. over to her house and she's on the floor. Uh-huh. What, what if these things are meant to happen like even yeah. another random thing like after my my grandmother had died my my mother my mother's name is pat she mm. was sitting in the kitchen one day and she heard my grandma just out of the blue she just heard my grandma say happy birthday pat oh wow you know I, and i just got chills dude yeah and uh yeah mm. man it's just so much you know it's like it's like yeah. you know like why does normal grief like say you lost someone super close to you and it just tears you up inside mm-hmm. why does that have to be depression yeah you know um and and again like i i do believe like say someone's just like super super sad and they are depressed yeah like, I, I do think medicine can help with that it's helped with me yeah you know what i mean i am a testimony um of medicine working mm-hmm. at the same time like like i said i'm in a point where i i i am gonna try to soon wean off of things and take my time with it because yeah. honestly i've been on this stuff for years so i'm uh estimating it's gonna take me years to get off of yeah you know like just how i got off the xanax it took me over a year to wean off the xanax mm-hmm. and uh yeah just just do your research and take everything into consideration, you know, go with your gut, you know? Yeah. 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 Do you think, uh, also too, like, uh, you know, how, how you said, uh, you know, uh, um, your, your grandma and then your aunt and your mom and you, you know, have, you know, uh, dealt with a certain kind of stuff at, at, at uh, you know, at at your own times and such you think like that's like a uh um like an inherited kind of thing you know like yeah i I definitely think that that has something to do with it yeah definitely think that you know uh biological you know yeah um something you have in your genes i definitely think that's something to do with it Uh um you know when it comes to psychosis which i've experienced multiple times Mm -hmm. um you know, I, I asked one of my professors about it because I was just trying to think, like, you know, why is it this in this culture? Why is it here this way? You know, and uh, mm-hmm. he told me, like, straight up, he said psychosis is a cultural thing, you know, yeah. and this person is very well schooled and knows what he's doing is wise old professor, yeah. um, you know, and. I feel like we can go on, on, on to this, you know, for, for days, man. I, <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause know. it seems to be, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, there, we really haven't probably 
tapped in, you know, as a, a culture in our country, haven't really even tapped into, you know, how, how, how to deal with it. And, you know, we're just, seems like we're just trying things <laughs> and, and uh, throwing pres- uh, prescriptions at it, hoping that it, it cures uh, some people. And, uh, um, but, you know, Right, right. It, it, it's it's even kind of like you know the the way we deal with uh, homelessness or or something like that. Like you know what? Right. Homeless what, people. Homeless people are ostracized too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, almost kind of for like the same reasons. You know, you they think, uh, oh yeah, that person's crazy or that person's uh, dirty because he lives out on. Well, you know, I I think most people you know are are only about you know, a mistake or two away from having to live out on the street themselves, you know, what, what if, uh, your, your job, you know, they're even talking now, you know, with, uh, the way things are in the country, you know, places closing down and, uh, you know, like what if that happens to you, you, uh, relied so much on this job, you know, that, that you were, if that's taken from you now, what, you know, like (laughs) you can't find something and you're late on your mortgage and then you're being kicked out and then you're, you know, living in a van or living out on the street. And, you know, uh, it's not, not because you're crazy or anything like that. Just the, uh, you know, the, the surroundings around you happened one way or another. Yeah. And environment, you know, just touching on what you said to add, to add to what you said, environment is a huge thing. Environment, yeah. the environment you're in. Yeah. Like, have you ever heard of the the rat park um, experiment? No, no. So, make a long story short, they had these rats in a cage, yeah. and they had regular water and heroin water in the cage. Oh, yeah. Nine times out of ten, the rat went for a heroin water and died. Oh, shit. Now, they built another rat park. And keep in mind, in that first rat park, there was nothing. There was no friends, no mates, no toys, no food, just the the cage and the heroin water and the regular water. Yeah. They built another park, um, and they had friends. They had lovers. They had toys. They had food. It was way better than just the regular one with the heroin water and water. Yeah. And nine times out of 10 because they had all that the rats would just go for the regular water they didn't want the heroin water oh wow yeah it's called yeah. rat park yeah yeah huh wow that's kind of so our, our environment shapes us too you know yeah I mean, uh-huh you know yeah and yeah and, that, uh, yeah that's another thing i i have a, a friend um who uh checked herself into you know the uh uh, the, the hospital, you know, uh, yeah. seeking, seeking help and such. And, you know, her family was, was, you know, oh, she's just doing it for attention. She wants attention. Uh-huh. That's it. That's the only way she does this, you know? And, and it was like, what if, you know, the person really needs help to, to get to that point where she checked herself into a hospital and, you know, you got you, you, your loved ones saying, oh, you know, get over it. Uh, you don't really need this. Uh, you're just doing it for attention, you know, like that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. That's so disheartening. Yeah. Yeah. And there's probably plenty of people like that who just feel like, 
no one's really there to help me. I got to deal with this myself. And, you know, they probably think like, you know, oh, uh, I'm, I'm seeking attention by doing this or, you know, like, yeah. oh, someone tried to kill themselves. They're, they're you know, looking for attention or, you know, that I, I don't know. It's really. A, no, no. And you know what? Like, that's the thing. Like, when it comes to suicidal thoughts, like. I'm not trying to say this should be normalized, but what I'm trying to say is like people experience that. Okay. And that doesn't mean they're crazy or they're bad or they're terrible. Right. They're just human. You know, sometimes the mind plays tricks on us and yeah, man. Yeah. How's your friend doing right now? Uh, she's good. She's out and you know, but, uh, you know, just living, uh, living life and yeah. So yeah, good, good. Needed, uh, need, I mean, and you know, it. There comes, you know, sometimes when people are just tired, tired of life. I mean, not like tired, like they want to end it, but just yeah. like tired of the rat race of you know dealing with it. The all. nine to five, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah man, there, there is no one size fits all solution. You know, in my opinion, I think that the future of mental health will be something that incorporates different viewpoints and therapies from all around the world. You know, to to have all those at someone's disposal to be like, hey, like, okay. And it's going to take a while, but I, I feel like it can happen. Yeah, for sure. That's just my that's just my opinion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they even even touched in that documentary, you know, suicides have risen, you know, 24% from like, you know, the 2000s to 2014-15 and uh, you know, especially with this COVID stuff, you know, like fuck, that kind of like fucked everybody up and you know, and and to see like even now, there's like so many people dying for for uh, weird weird reasons and, and such. Like I don't know if it uh, mentally, uh, you know, got things, you know, because everyone was kind of living by themselves. Uh, you know, when COVID happened, you know, yeah. you, could, you couldn't go out. You had to stay in indoors. You you know, you couldn't even be around, you know, your loved ones or whatever. You were afraid to get them, you know, sick or whatever. And, and uh, yeah, so that, uh, yeah. That's- yeah, man, like that, that in and of itself, like I, I I've also heard that, when you have COVID, like it can mess with you psychologically too. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if that's true. Okay. Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said that, but, um, Oh no, it's <laughs> yeah. I, I just, uh, and, um, you know, and, and when it comes up, like a lot of, a lot of home, just kind of random segue, uh, a lot of, um, homeless people do live with mental health conditions. Yeah. And, um, you know, the, the statistics are, though, that someone who has a mental health condition is more likely to be a victim of a violent crime than be the perpetrator. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's a fact. That's a fact. You can look yeah. it up. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, 
Did you um did you see the part um with the other person in that movie, the the lady Akaya? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, she 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 was experiencing turmoil. She was hearing voices, paranoia, visions. Mm-hmm. She said she's seen her deceased father. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and she went to the hospital and um, you know, she left the hospital and and right outside of the hospital she took a whole bottle of antipsychotics oh yeah you know um yeah 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 they kind of uh pushed that uh on her one of her friends was like just get over it you know uh this this is all in your head you're just kind of seeking attention with this right like like kind of kind of comparable maybe not exactly but a little bit to what your friend was going through yeah and I'm, i'm sure she's she's really good with the fact that you were there for, you know what I mean? That Uh you were in her corner and that's, that's what people really need, man. You know, connection. Yeah. 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 Cause like I said, you know, uh, she also had the friend that was like, okay, I know what you're kind of going through. Uh, This is what helped me. Uh, This is maybe, you know, this is what you need to, to try to do to, you know, get some help and such. Uh, Cause like, yeah, it, it, I'm so glad that there's people like yourself and people who have actually gone through it or are going through it that are trying to help others rather than someone who has no clue of what you're talking about. You know, like you could say like, oh, I have voices. I have this and this. And then someone who doesn't, you know, maybe went to school and learned through books about how to deal with it are like, well, I've, I've never dealt with that myself. I have no idea what you're talking about. Here's some prescriptions. Have a nice day. Right. Exactly, man. <laughs> and, and, you know, it, it's also great um, you know, that there's people like you, brother, who are out there mm-hmm. and being there for people in the truest sense of the word and also just letting people express themselves without judgment. That's huge, man. Mm, yeah. You know, because w- w- when you have someone who can look at you without judgment and be like, hey, like, I care about you. Right. You know, I you got a lot going on. Mm. I'm here to listen. Yeah. If you want if you want my advice, you can have it. But if you just need to talk, I'm here to truly listen to you. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and, and you know what? She that the Akaya from the documentary, you know, she she found herself through shamanism. Yeah. You know, yeah. she be, she became a shaman and. That wasn't an easy thing either. Like no matter what road you go down with mental health, it's going to be rocky, but that doesn't mean it's impossible because recovery is possible for everyone. Yeah. 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 You know, um, it's just putting, putting hope into people, putting light into people and saying, Hey, like I see you, I hear you, Mm -hmm. you're hurting, but know that you're a beautiful soul and this shit can get better. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And they're saying, you know, like even uh, uh, when they dive, basically uh, dive into it, you know, the that everyone almost is kind of going through something. Yeah. You know, there's uh, there could be, you know, the extremes uh, of such uh, where you need, you know, you do maybe need medicine to yeah. help you, yeah. and, you know, to calm you down and such. And then there's the people, you know, that, you know, every now and then, you know, kind of lose control, whether it be like, you know, I don't know, uh, I got, 
I got my kids to take care of. I got my work to take care of. I got to do this. I got to do that. And da, 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 da. And sometimes it, it could be, you know, too much. And, you know, they deal with that, you know, in their own ways, maybe, you know, <laughs> the rich may be going on vacations or, you know, uh, something like that. Right. But, <laughs> right. But, uh, just different circumstances, uh, you know, of, of how to deal with stuff is, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 you know, especially in this day and age, just with the way everything is and how fast everything is moving, it seems it's, yeah, everyone's dealing with something, right. you know, um, it's almost so fast where you can't even, you know, just stop and, you know, look at the big picture and uh, think about what you need to do. It's like, you just need to think about it on the go, <laughs> right? You're trying to deal with it as you're dealing with some other types of stuff, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> um, it's interesting. You brought that up and um, kind of segueing in, into a point about, um, you know, being in the present moment. Are, are you familiar with mindfulness at all monster? No, no. So mindfulness is, is like an ancient practice. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a way to be present in the moment yeah without judging or trying to understand your thoughts oh okay and it takes practice i i i do it um i'm not even close to being a master at it but i, I do it and it's helpful to me kind of um, kind of basically clearing your head kind of yeah yeah because uh, you know like seeing when the big picture around you with, with, right without, yeah right right okay. right yeah yeah that's uh if it whoever's listening you know uh -huh. If you look that up, that it is a it is a superpower in its own. You know, obviously it's not literally a superpower, but you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's a great way to to manage and stay in the present moment, even though we have all these things in our heads. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 yeah being mindful and uh, yeah, to accept the surroundings around you and to appreciate it and to uh, take it for what it is. You know, and something as simple as you know walking outside and and you know it raining or something some people would be like oh this is terrible why is it raining right. and right. Blah, 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 looking at it negative and some people could walk out and be like oh oh this feels so great you know <laughs> this, you know this rain uh, you know it, yes. it could, to, to some people you know i even you know just the sound of rain you know just opening a window it, it, it calms me down and puts me in a you know a, a blissful you know uh kind of state you yeah know? like like yeah. i almost want to call off work not go to work and just sit <laughs> there and you know to <laughs> yeah i even have like a noise machine that i sleep to and uh the sound of rain is uh probably the one i listen to most they have like you know the sounds of like the jungles and you know some other stuff but like uh yeah, the, the rain uh, kind of calms me down and such. That's awesome. That's yeah, awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome that you <laughs> you found that out about yourself and you have it to use to help you, you know? Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. really a beautiful yeah, I thing. I don't even know that it helps me. It's just, uh, you know, <laughs> just something I do. So it, it becomes, you know, just uh, a natural thing for me now. <laughs> that's, that, that's great that you have it, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. If everyone could just find the something that just you know takes them away, <laughs> you know, it just you know you can't uh, you can't get away, but you can feel like you're away, and you know, 
Right, right. Just, you can, just you know, that's let, um, let let that mind that's going 100 miles per hour just calm down and bring it down to a 60 or 50 or 40 for a minute and and you know relax you know right right i, I mean and, there's um, some people that do it you know in uh in ways you know some people even say like oh cigarettes you know like <laughs> like you're smoking right now like a cigarette can calm me down or, or you know oh i feel so great when i smoke and such or some people it's alcohol some people it's you know drugs you know marijuana you know uh you know just uh you know, you know, it's something that doesn't, you you know, you're not attempting to hurt anyone else. You just need something to calm you down. And, you know, yeah. it's like, Hey, I need a break. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. For like you said, the world's going so fast, full, full speed all the time. And, you know, no one's seeming to uh, slow down. They want to go faster. And, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gotta, you know, yeah. What, what you just what you just said reminds me of uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory when they're in the boat and they're going faster and uh, faster. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie was trippy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And that's the whole thing, man. Like uh, what you said also reminds me because uh, you're you're a very artistic person, so you inspire that within me. Oh, um, I- is there's a I don't know how to describe his music. It's just kind of like just chill uh, guitar, I don't, whatever. But yeah. uh, there's this artist named Brett Denon. Okay. And he has a song called Heaven. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I always thought the lyrics were beautiful. The song's beautiful. And like, if you look at it from just an outside perspective, it could be what, heaven um is like when we die if you believe in that yeah but i i watched an interview with him and he said i didn't write this about what heaven's gonna be like when i die uh-huh i wrote this about and kind of tying in what you said about just finding that zen in your life kind of stuff he said i wrote this about finding heaven within myself while i'm here on earth yeah yeah yeah, yeah finding uh-huh. that nirvana you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think uh everyone should you know find find something like that for themselves, you know, because there's there's moments we all need it for sure, you know. And you know, like I said, everyone can't uh you know smoke or do drugs or you know uh, whatever but uh you know it, some people you know mu- music is therapeutic or oh yeah yeah uh, you know doing artwork is therapeutic oh, or yeah. uh attempting to you know uh you know just do something uh that you know keens your interest you know and, and you're like oh i always kind of wondered you know like what it would be like to I don't know, try gl- glass blowing or something like that. Right, or, yeah. You know, some, some, something like that, you know, even, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever, some kind of thing. I think a lot of people found that uh, do uh, we're doing that kind of stuff uh, when COVID kind of hit and such. Uh, but, yeah, uh, people just, you know, need to make a little bit of free time for themselves and uh, attempt that and see, you know. Uh, see if it's for them or see if it, uh, you know, starts, it starts a new thing for you and makes you happy in life. And, you know, you could even turn it into a, a side project and uh, 
start selling stuff and make a little money or whatever. But, you know, uh, yeah. Find something that puts a smile on your face. You know, the like the Joker says. <laughs> Let's put a little <laughs> smile on <laughs> That was like a, a huge thing, too. Like when that movie came out, I know they're working on a second one now. But like when that came out, they were like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is a weird Joker. Uh, I I never saw, you know, this kind of. And it was because he was dealing with mental health and. Uh, right. And uh, everyone was kind of weirded out about that, you know, just, just, you know, just seeing the reactions of people like that to that movie kind of spoke a uh, little volume of that as well. Right. And I, I, I love you being the, the Joker with, um, Joaquin. Joaquin. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I love that movie. That was yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The one thing I will say is I, I just don't like how media portrays people mentally ill as violent and all that. Right. Right. But right. I, I did hear in, uh, an alternative, uh, viewpoint of the movie in that what he was spe- experiencing was yeah. all a hallucination okay yeah i've heard that as well you know yeah that. yeah and like the scene at the end was actually him where he's in the mental hospital right right like it, yeah. and the whole movie was his hallucination you yeah, know? yeah 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 because there's uh yeah it, it almost when i watch movies like that i almost kind of wish like they would tell you kind of what what the director was thinking you know like not to i kind of feel like there's a a story behind it that i don't know and (laughs) you you kind of don't want it ruined for you you know like you don't want to know how the magic trick happens but you kind of want to (laughs) know right 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 but uh, yeah it's open for interpretation and you know they they do it like that for for uh reasons but uh yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's why that's why art is so beautiful, man. But I, yeah. I definitely feel you on that. Like it'd be cool to know like what's going on inside the director's mind and all that. Right, right. A yeah. little uh commentary or, or something like uh well, this is what I was actually, you know, so many people think this, so many people think that well, this is really what uh, I was going for, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, just to let you know, yeah, it was all a, a dream and his, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah but uh yeah that's uh yeah yeah so it even gets into uh our movies and tv shows and you know uh you know i'm sh- i'm sure there's podcasts also that talks about uh mental uh mental health mental uh illness and and such uh i, ha- I haven't really looked uh, looked up i sh- should have looked up some and and see like if there was some that talk about that but i'm sure there is oh there's gotta there, be there's, there's a gotta podcast be. about everything you know <laughs> I, I i uh monster man i really really appreciate you having me on i appreciate oh, your yeah. time yeah um yeah. you know again i'm no i'm no expert um, yeah, no, I appreciate you know. the work you're doing, though. You know, as I said, it it it's uh, a whole lot better for someone who's gone through it or dealing with it to be the one to help someone, as you know, a a book a book person who you know who learned everything from a book or learned everything they had to for college credits, uh, right? To, to be put in the 
that that seat where they're supposed to help someone and have no idea <laughs> right yeah and um yeah. you know it's it's awesome that you really give people a voice with your podcast man and yeah I'm, I'm, i've I'm, always i've always seen you so as someone brother with a huge heart and oh, someone who you. cares about people and sticks up for people and you're an awesome person man oh thanks man feel the same way about you dude you know, just, uh, I mean, uh, from grabbing you, uh, when my brother had his, uh, benefit show, grab you up there, seen the hate breed song oh, uh, man. up on stage. I, I, I still have that up on YouTube and uh, dude, I I've seen it. Yeah, dude, that, that, that was an honor brother. And it, <laughs> yeah. interesting enough, that song was called before dishonor. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. uh, that was before dishonor, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, dude. And I, I remember like, yeah. I just felt so like uh, humbled, man, because like all the old heads came up to the front of the stage and shit. And I was, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was uh, <laughs> yeah, that was a good moment for sure. And I was glad to share that with you and just uh, to see you at uh, shows anytime. You know, come up to you and give you a big hug and be like, "Hey, what's up, Big Rob?" <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. they they call me Grande Roberto. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, but cool. uh, yeah, I'm glad you're uh, doing your thing and uh, you know, uh, seem to uh, uh, you know not getting better but you know um have come to terms where you know you feel like you can start to uh wean yourself off of some of uh the the medicines and such so yeah uh, yeah thanks gotta be it's gotta be uh feeling better for you to uh to know that maybe you can do start to do that or or start to look into doing that now yeah yeah um i appreciate that man um you know, Xanax, Xanax wasn't really hard to get off of because I wasn't taking much to begin with. Okay. Um, you know, I was taking the lowest dose they prescribe. Oh, okay. And I was taking that once a night. And then I started going on that every other night. Yeah. Then I broke it in half, did okay. the half every other night and just kind of did it that way. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Um, yeah. Cause going the, the cold Turkey way, you know, for, for some people that's like, you know, that's like eating a certain way for 30, 40 years. And then all of a sudden, oh, you you can't, you can't eat that way anymore. We're just going to give you salads. (laughs) You know, it's like, oh, what are you doing to me? (laughs) Like, you know, I'm I'm feeling sick. I get headaches. Uh, My hands are shaking, you know, like, (laughs) yeah. I mean, the the same way with uh, medicines for, uh, you know, your mind and such, you know, it relied on it so much and then boom. (laughs) Right. Right. And you know what? Of course you're going to start, you know, feeling shitty. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I know a friend who got off of Seroquel, which is uh, what I'm taking the most of. Yeah. And he's good. You know, yeah. it took him time, took him about a year. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but again, just to throw it out there, don't ever, if you're listening, don't ever stop meds, cold turkey. Yeah. Yeah. Always yeah. talk with your doctor, do your own research too, and yeah. do the best you can to make educated decisions about your life. And, Right. You know, do it that way. Right. Yeah. We all have one life and it's just about being uh, 
I guess the happiest uh, you can be uh, w- while you're here and uh, the, the healthiest and, uh, you know, you only got one life to live. Might, might as well be a good one. <laughs> Dang straight. I'm here for a, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> That's what I always say. <laughs> That's a great quote. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, this looks like a, a good uh, place to wrap it up. Uh, you want to uh, give any last words, uh, you know, out, out to people, uh, um, you know, that that might be going through some of this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've said it a few times throughout your show today, monster. And I, I feel like I should say it again. It's just when it comes to mental illness and mental health, Mm -hmm. be an advocate for yourself. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, If you think it's spiritual, if you think it's mental, if you think it's biological, yeah. Whatever you feel it is. Yeah. Trust the process. Do yeah. your research. Talk to your doctors. And don't be afraid, you know. Don't too. be like, afraid. Like, oh, I'm hearing voices. People are gonna think I'm crazy. Well, right. maybe, maybe other people have heard that as well. And you know, are right, yeah. Because at least one of the, the things for me today about this talk, I'm not saying that mental illness isn't real, it's very real. Mm-hmm. I've had psychiatry help me. I've been on medicines for a long time. I'm at a point in the journey where I'm at and everyone's journey is different. Right. But just know that recovery is possible for anyone and stick up for yourself. Don't be afraid, mm-hmm. you know, reach out to people who are close to you, right. call nine one one or nine, eight, eight, nine, eight, uh, nine, eight, eight is the new mental health hotline. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's call, great. They call. have that. Uh, as, yeah. As something. yeah. Yeah. If you're in a crisis, you know, those two numbers are available. Yeah. And just know that recovery is possible for everyone. Oh, sweet. Yeah, man. I'm uh, hoping the, the best uh, for you and uh, everything you're doing, uh, you know, to help people and, uh, and find out, uh, you know, uh, certain ways to deal with uh, things that are going on with everyone. And yeah, I hope to see you at, uh, at some more shows uh, sometime uh uh, I don't know which ones, but uh, <laughs> it seems like there's a, a ton of them now. Uh, COVID kind of uh, had everybody in the studio working on stuff. And now, yeah. they're, now they're all out wanting to do every show, every festival, every weekend, every town, every city. <laughs> Just like there's, uh, I, I even think like for a musician, it's probably like, oh, we're booked. <laughs> we're booked for the next uh <laughs> two years <laughs> like you can't get a can't get a show there's no openings for shows and stuff everybody's trying to grab every every spot so <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah for sure i'll have to uh get out there and uh uh come out of uh mosh retirement uh <laughs> oh, man. these old bones will break brother <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> but it'll be good to see you and just grab you give you a big hug again and be like hey rob how's it going man hell yeah you, yeah so yeah it'll happen it's gonna oh, happen for sure <laughs> all right well uh Yep, this has been another episode of the Hanging with Monster podcast, talking with Big Rob, <laughs> episode 108. And uh, yeah, special uh, topic episode that had to be talked about. And uh, I'm glad it came out and glad to talk about it. Thank you, brother.
All right, man. And you, 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 you are listening to a monster production. <laughs> but yeah, um, maybe we could, if it's okay with you, monster, talk a little bit about how I got to meet you and got to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna start. Yeah, start that up, and uh, and we can uh, go from there. Okay. Um, yeah. Do you want me to go first, or? Uh, well, I'll just do like a little intro or whatever, and then uh, go into it. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be going in a second here, just because I'm taking my nieces to see the new Scream movie. Oh, nice. Yeah, I want to see. Uh, I want to see that, and. Uh, um john wick uh when that comes out that john wick four uh and uh the, the cocaine bear <laughs> i, I want to go see that I, I heard it's you know stupid funny but uh yeah, yeah. I, I i've heard it's ridiculously awesome <laughs> yeah they even have you know people like already trying to make uh spoofs now of different animals on drugs and such <laughs> Yeah. I want to see the marijuana cat. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it would do much. Maybe just hang out, but. <laughs> just an hour and a half of him just like sleeping.